This is Susanna Hills Podcast. We hope this message becomes a revelation in your heart and will encourage you to live a Christ-centered life. Thanks for checking out our podcast. Here's today's message. Father, I want to thank you. I want to thank you that you are good. I want to thank you for your word. I want to thank you even for, the, for this gifted series. Lord, I pray that we will not just leave this on the shelf, but we'll work this into our lives. Lord, even the assessments that we did, that we'll work this reality into our lives. Jesus, that you've got a plan for our lives. You want to use us for your glory and for the benefit of others. And Lord, as I unpack the gift of leadership, come and minister to us by your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Friends, this is the last one, as you know. The first, the, the first gift we touched on in this, in this series was prophecy. Then we looked at mercy. We looked at service. We looked at encouragement. We looked at teaching. And we looked at giving last week. And today we're going to be looking at the gift of leadership. Now, in Romans chapter 12, verse 6 to 8, we see, about, we see all these gifts mentioned, but, the, but towards the end, we see that we have all different kinds of gifts. All of us have different kinds of gifts according to the grace that was given to each and every one of us. And um, if your gift, listen, friends, if your gift is to lead, the Bible says that you and I need to lead diligently. We need to lead diligently. I see so many people have the gift of leadership, but they use it wrongly. Now, the, these gifts, these, these seven motivational gifts, remember, they are resident gifts. They are residing in us. They're not like the manifestation gifts, the Holy Spirit-empowered gifts that we, that we flow in when, when, when the need is there. They're not like the ministry gifts in Ephesians chapter 4. Now, these gifts are woven into your makeup, into who God's made you to be. And so, like many people say to me, Mark, are leaders born? And like John Maxwell rightly said, all leaders are born. But here's the thing, friends, leadership is influence, leadership, you can grow in leadership. And if you understand the purpose of the gift of leadership, you'll be able to make a big difference. I'm here to say to you that the gift of leadership is very, very, very important. But it doesn't mean that leaders are more important. I love the fact that Paul didn't list the gift of leadership at the top. He lists it as one of the seven. So the gift of leadership is just one of the seven. And if you have the gift of leadership, I want to ask you to be diligent with your gift, to not neglect your gift, but to be faithful with that gift. Let's look at the definition of the gift of leadership. The gift of leadership is motivating others to work together to achieve a common purpose or a goal harmoniously, harmoniously, in unity, in harmony. So this is a grace gift upon you. It's not very easy to, uh, to be able to lead effectively. Uh, we've seen a lot of bad kind of examples of leadership even politically, we've got some political leaders that they're only in, in leadership for themselves and selfishly so. And so God doesn't want any of us to lead from a selfish position, but God wants us to lead from a godly position, a position for his glory and by his spirit. So let's look at some of these words in this definition of leadership. Firstly, motivating others. So leadership is, a, is not, friends, it's not fear-driven. So most people think, no, no, I need to... You know, so I need to be a boss. And so you'll I've, remember, friends, these, these superpowers that we speak about, these amazing gifts are not just for the church. Friends, they're for the marketplace. They're for the, for the family. They're for the home. They're for, 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 for the sports field. They're for different professions. You can apply these gifts in every sphere of life, especially leadership. And when we get it from the Bible, when friends, when we get inspired by the word of God for for leadership, it changes everything. And friends, we need to motivate people. Leadership is motivating. Leadership is, like we said, we in, in, 
We influence people for their good and for their benefit. Friends, remember, fear is not, fear is, is, is control. Fear, fear, if you lead people with guilt and you lead them with fear, you're not leading, you're manipulating. And like my wife always says, manipulation is the devil's business. You know, when the, the Gestapo in Nazi Germany motivated others, but that was fear-driven leadership. It was not at all um, uh, influence um, reality. And so, friends, here's the reality with, with leadership, is if you function in a godly leadership, there's such a reward that you get to add value to people's lives. You, do, you get to see them flourish and grow. You get to see them um, literally um, become everything God's called them to be. And you get to see the kingdom of God advance. And even though you and I, in our best efforts alone, we can only do so much. But if you can lead people, it's amazing how they then could accomplish things that you could never accomplish in your life. The gift of leadership is a powerful gift in the hands of God, under the authority of God, empowered by the Spirit of God. The gift of leadership is power, is powerful. The second word I want to touch on is others in this definition of leadership. Others. The gift of leadership is not about me. Most people think I must become a leader so that people can see me, so that they can like me, <laughs> so that I can be seen and I can be recognized. But leadership is not about being seen. Leadership is about empowering and motivating others. He also says in that, motive, in that definition, we see the word together. I love how leadership is not alone. People say, no, 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 it's all about individualism, individualistic leadership. I, I'm a one-man show. You know, it, it was built. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I did it all myself, my way. Friends, that's not leadership. That's dictatorship. Leadership is when you include others, when you empower others, to do it with you. And then they use that last little word, they say harmoniously. Now that's very important because the gift of leadership, number one, yes, motivates, it's, it's about others. And yes, it's not only about others, but it's together. We build teams, that's what leaders do, but it's in harmony, in unity. It says in Proverbs 28, verse 12, when good people are promoted, everything is great. But when the bad are in charge, watch out. I love this translation. When the bad are in charge, watch out. But when good people are promoted, everything is great. So there's harmony, there's, there's, there's peace, there's unity, there's faith when we lead in a godly way. I think uh, influence is an amazing word, friends, because some people tell me, Mark, I could never be a leader. Mark, I don't, I don't have charisma. I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not a certain personality type. I, I'm not, I, I won't be able to be a leader. Friends, if you have influence, you have an opportunity to lead. The best person, the first person you need to learn how to lead is yourself. You need to learn how to lead yourself. And then if you're leading in the family, if you're a mom, if you're a dad, you're leading those children. If you are in the workplace and you've got someone working for you, maybe you've got someone working in your home, someone working in your garden, you've got to lead. And so as we lead, God wants us to bring influence. You can influence people. Friends, leadership is about wherever you go, you bring about the goodness of God. You bring about influence for the, for the common good, for the benefit of others. That's what the gift of leadership is about. Whatever situation you find yourself in, you might just be involved in your children's school, but wherever, when you step into that school, maybe you get involved in, in some of the sports, or maybe you get involved in the governing body. As you step into that space, you bring influence. You bring godly influence. That's the gift of leadership. I think back 
in my life, and I think back at all the years of ministry, and I think of some of the people that would never maybe stand on the stage of a church building, preaching to people. They might never lead um, like a local church or even be a pastor or, 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 you know, an elder or a deacon. Or They might not be in, in, in those positions or those functions in the church, but they faithfully, every single time, just they, they've got a way. Like I've, I've seen some, some ladies gathering some people around them to pray. Sometimes gathering people, I've seen some, some people gathering people to go to an orphanage to minister there. And it's amazing how you might think you're not a leader. You might just think you've got your friends around to go and do something, but you've been leading. You've been influencing people for their good and for the benefit of others. This gift doesn't look the same for everyone. Friends, stop trying to uh, kind of literally compare yourself to someone else. That's the way to, to, the way to diminish the leadership gift in your life is by comparing yourself, by looking at Instagram, by looking at other people, by looking at how other people are doing it. That's how you're going to diminish yourself. Yes, let's learn from great leaders. Yes, let's listen to podcasts and let's read books. And by, by all means, the best person to lead, learn about leadership from is Jesus. And we're going to look at him today. But I'm here to say to you, friends, is that this leadership gift is an amazing thing. Because sometimes leadership, the leadership gift might be a predominant gift. But the way it's paired, if the leadership gift is paired with the gifts of mercy, showing mercy... It's amazing how that gift then expresses itself differently. You will function differently. If that leadership gift is maybe connected to the prophetic, you'll be more of a visionary leader. It'll, it'll express itself differently. If that leadership gift is maybe connected to the gift of encouragement, you'll express it differently, which is so, so powerful. I, don't, I believe that we need to let the Holy Spirit undo in our minds some of the unhealthy pictures that we have of leadership. If you've got an unhealthy picture of leadership, maybe you've been negative, you've, maybe you've had some bad experiences, and now you don't want to lead, and you don't want to trust leaders, I'm going to encourage you today. Say, Holy Spirit, come. Undo, right there where you are, undo, unhelpful, unhealthy, un, uh, uh, inaccurate uh, references. Come and undo those references in my mind. I want to be able to see the truth. Leadership, biblical leadership, friends, is not this dictatorship, this alpha male, or I don't know what the female equivalent is, kind of like my way or the highway leadership. No, it's not about control. It's not about hierarchy. It's not about manipulation. It's not about pushing others down. That's not what leadership is. Biblical leadership, the gift of leadership in Romans 12, lead diligently. The way you lead diligently is completely the opposite. It is not control, but it is bringing freedom. It is not hierarchy, but it is everyone's the same value. It's not manipulation. No, it is trust and it's empowering. It's not pushing other people down. It's actually lifting people up. And that's why we're going to look at Jesus. Jesus set the most amazing example when it comes to leadership. We can learn from Jesus. Jesus was the most amazing leader. Jesus was courageous. We see how he was not afraid to stand up against the authorities of the day and even against the religious rulers and the unrighteousness of the day. Jesus was courageous. Leadership calls for courage. But secondly, we see even though Jesus was courageous, he was humble and strong. And I've said this before, but we need to be meek like Jesus. Meek, meekness is strength under control. Meekness is not weakness. So Jesus Christ was humble yet strong. He didn't fight to be first. He didn't fight to be tops 
to be recognized or be rewarded. Often, he said, don't tell anyone about what I did. Because leadership is not about being seen. Leadership is about lifting others up and helping and moving the mission forward. Leadership is also servant leadership. Someone once said, there's no such thing as uh, uh, servant leadership is not separate from leadership. There's only leadership. And all leadership, true leadership, is servant leadership. Jesus served others. Most visibly, we know in, in John chapter 13, he washed his disciples' feet. He served them. He didn't come to be served, but to serve. That's the kind of leader you and I need to be. I've looked back in my life. Every single time I've honored the people that I've led, every single time I've served them, their hearts have opened and they've responded better to my leadership. Another thing that I see about leadership, and Jesus set the example, is Jesus sacrificed. And we're going to go into Easter soon, but it's amazing how Jesus sacrificed his life. He sacrificed his everything. He gave his life so that you and I can have life. And often what leaders do is if we put ourselves last. This one man, Simon Sinek, wrote a book called Leaders Eat Last. Jesus, he, he already perfected that. He showed it. He said, I'm last. Because Jesus said, whoever's first will be last, and whoever's last will be first. Jesus said, I'm last. I'm putting myself last. He's actually saying, listen, I, I want to sacrifice myself so that you can have life. That's what a leader does. A leader says, I'm going to sacrifice my comfort. I'm going to sacrifice my convenience. I'm even going to sacrifice some of my possessions, sacrifice my time, sacrifice my effort. I'm going to give up so that I can build others up. Now you might say, but Mark, that is, that is, I can't live up to that. Here's the awesome news. You and I in our own strength can't, but in his strength, we can. Matthew chapter 11 verse 29 says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, says Jesus, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Friends, if you have the gift of leadership and maybe you want to grow in this gift, friends, you need to take the yoke of Jesus on you. You need to let the Spirit of God empower you to lead like Jesus led. You need to let the Spirit of God empower courage in you. The Spirit of God empower humility and strength in you. Let the Spirit of God empower service in you. Let the Spirit of God empower sacrifice in you because His yoke is easy and His burden is is light. Friends, one of, the, one of, my, one of the, my favorite leaders that I know on the planet is uh, a guy called Gareth. I, I handed over the leadership of the eldership team of City on Hill to Gareth recently. And what I love about Gareth is Gareth is secure in Jesus, so he doesn't try to prove himself all the time. He's very secure in Jesus, and uh, he's one of the best leaders I know because he also serves. He's got a great heart of serving. He serves people, He's, he's courageous, and Gareth is obviously, I mean, you must see how he sacrifices. And um, I, I love the way that Gareth also is humble, and he's got the strength of the Lord. But one thing that I love about Gareth is that Gareth is gentle, and he also empowers others. He prefers others, and that's what Jesus says. He says, I'm gentle and humble. Take, learn from me. Take my yoke upon you. And I love the way that Gareth leads. I believe that City on Hill Church is in such good hands with that amazing eldership team under the leadership of Gareth. Why? Because I know the way he leads and I aspire to lead more like, like that. See, leadership is critically important, friends. When we look at history, when we look at the history of, of Israel, when we look at history worldwide, when leaders are, are good, then the nations and the people are good. When leaders are bad, everyone suffers. Friends, when everything rises and falls on leadership, John Maxwell once said, and if you have 
the, the gift of leadership, I'm here to say to you, friends, God is calling you and me to lead in such a time. Friends, I've, going through COVID was one of the toughest times of my life personally. But I believe that it was in this time that called for us to dig deep into God and to lead with faith and with conviction and with strength. And I'm telling you today, friends, if you're a leader, if you've got the gift of leadership, there's going to be days that you're going to say, Mark, I don't know. I feel so inadequate, unworthy, not good enough. And if you don't feel good enough, don't worry. I know exactly what you feel like. I honestly sometimes feel like I don't have enough. I'm not enough. And then I come to Jesus and I say, Jesus, I want you, your yoke to be easy and I want your burden to be light. Come and strengthen me, Jesus. I'm coming to the well to come and be refreshed, to be strengthened by you. Jesus Christ, I need your hope. I need your help. I need your strength. Moms, as you lead in your family, fathers, husbands, business owners, as you lead in your, in, in, in your life, wherever you lead, in the church, leaders, life group leaders, wherever you lead, will you say, Jesus, come and be more than enough for me. I'm here to say to you, friends, is that there's a lot of criticism going around. It's easy. There's easy to be critical. It's easy to be cynical, to be self-centered. There's a lot of that going around. That's not what this world needs right now. The world doesn't need cynical leaders, self-centered leaders, or critical leaders. What this world needs now more, more than ever, are leaders of faith. People with the gift of leadership, with faith. You need to literally lead by faith. Who aren't afraid of big challenges. Why? Because they see an even bigger God. That's what God is calling us to do. God wants us to embrace the amazing ability to be able to say, God, not only the gift of leadership, but every single gift. I want to be courageous. I want to release this gift. I want to, I want to walk by faith and not by sight. I want to be someone that, that literally, friends, that leads. I, I want to influence others diligently, Lord. I want to be a giver. Maybe you, you've got the gift of giving. In this season, we need givers that will give generously. In this season, more than ever, we need encouragers that will encourage and strengthen others inspirationally. We need mercy bringers who will do so compassionately. We need servers who will serve selflessly. We need teachers who will share knowledge humbly. And we need prophetic people who will live fearlessly. I'm here to say to you, friends, even though we've reached the end of our journey together in Gifted, I want to say this, friends, may you be courageous. May you be strong in the Lord. May you release the gifts that God's given you. May you understand that they're divinely given by God. It's like your superpowers, supernaturally given so that you and I can be a blessing and we can experience the joy of being used by God, not only in other people's lives, but also for the glory of God. You are in for the most amazing journey in your life. Share your gifts with someone. Be transparent and be accountable to someone. Pray with someone. Be connected in a local church so that you can live these gifts out for the rest of your life. Bless you abundantly. Let's pray. God, I want to pray even as we go into a time of worship. May we reflect on the gifts that you've given us. May we also reflect on understanding these, these gifts. But also, God, now give us the courage to live out these gifts boldly, courageously, and full of faith. In Jesus' name, if there's anyone, if you're far from God, anyone far from God, God, I want to pray right now, anyone far from you, may they experience your amazing love. May they turn their back on sin. And may they put their hope and their faith in you. Fill them with your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us for today's message. 
Don't forget to check out our website or visit City on a Hill International on Instagram or Facebook for our updates, celebration times or ways you can get involved. We are also streaming our message on Facebook Live, so make sure you join us or share the post. Thanks again for checking out our podcast. We'll see you soon.